to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Today, I want to talk about power, which is something that shows up a lot in business and specifically in the world of entrepreneurs. We somehow started to equate money with power, and I think that's a very dangerous thing. What I've observed is that typically, the more money that is present, the more at risk we are of being consumed by our ego. And this causes us to make very bad decisions and at times even compromise our values which means that the goal of building business can't be just making money because this will cause us to lose perspective. And this is why we wanna focus on doing conscious business. So here's what you're gonna learn today. In our first segment, I'm going to talk about the different types of power. In the second segment, you're going to learn the true source of your authentic power. In the third segment, I wanna challenge you to think about your power. And then in our last segment, I'm gonna tell you how internal power helps you be a better entrepreneur. But first, I wanna start with a story. I recently watched a movie called The Big Short. Have you seen this movie? Amazing movie. It's about the 08 credit crisis and it takes an angle of the individuals who were actually able to predict the collapse of the market. They all profited from it immensely, and although their predictions were right and they made a ton of money, they couldn't help but feel guilty from profiting from such a tragic outcome. It's a brilliant movie, and it's really well done, and an incredible cast, but the movie got me to think about money and power, which are two very important topics for entrepreneurs and in business. They're things that I want you to really be conscious about because I want you to operate with the right type of power. Not all power is bad. You see, in many cases, when money shows up in really large quantities, so does our ego. And there are certain instances of people who are incredibly wealthy who have managed to stay grounded, but sadly, they're often the exception to the rule. The impact of money and the ego is that many of us start to develop a corporate persona, which is quite simply an alternate identity that the ego creates to fulfill the perceived expectation of others. Bottom line, we lose ourselves, we become disconnected with who we are in order to play the role of what we think others expect of us. So coming back to the movie and the realization of where the American economy was heading, Rather than try to fix it or educate the public about how the economy was about to bottom out, the natural response was, how can we punish the banks, the banks, them, for being so greedy, a.k.a. they bet against them, which conveniently resulted in making them ridiculously rich. And I see a lot of people make the assumption that when you're really powerful, you'll have lots of money. And when you have lots of money, you'll be happy. And I think this is a really destructive belief that sits in our collective consciousness. So I wanna spend this entire episode talking about power, where it comes from, how you get it, and how it can help you grow your business 
if you use the right kind. Have you ever wondered what makes someone truly powerful? What are some of the specific traits and characteristics that you need to have to be powerful? How do some people manage to be natural leaders that inspire and attract others to them while other people have to work a lot harder? Well, the truth is, it's not really about specific characteristics or what kind of experience you have. Doesn't matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert. It's not about what you do to become powerful. It's more about who you are that makes you powerful. The best way to understand this is to look at the two different types of power, internal and external. When you operate from your external power, your self-confidence is directly linked to things outside of yourself. Things that aren't really in your control. These are things that aren't permanent, such as your title, your relationships, your rank or your social status, money or possessions like houses, cars, boats. External power is very dangerous for many reasons. First, it's temporary. It isn't actually real or part of you. It comes from the outside, which means that it can disappear in an instant. When your title, your relationship, or your fancy car disappears, your power disappears right along with it. Second, it's addictive. Once we have a taste of it, we want more. It's intoxicating. So we have to set the bar even higher and work even harder. Once you get a fancy car, you realize you need a whole collection of fancy cars. Once you have a private jet, you realize you need a bigger one. Think about it. There really isn't an end in sight, is there? How much money do you need to truly be happy? Can you answer that? Is there a specific dollar figure that you have in mind? The truth is that it is a constantly moving target. And that's not only addictive, it's exhausting. Third, it's not actually fulfilling. It's like a house of cards. Once we achieve a new financial milestone, there's no fulfillment there. We feel empty. And so we always think the happiness will come with the next milestone. Happiness is around the next corner, isn't it? And the reason why we're always hungry for more is because this type of power, external power, doesn't actually fulfill us. Even though we're constantly fed this lie by our media and culture telling us that this is what we should want. And fourth, it causes anxiety. Because let's face it, the obvious downfall to owning more things is that we stand to lose more things. And that can feel scary, especially when our self-importance is based on all those things. The more you have, the more you stand to lose. So we live in this constant state of fear that we might lose our external source of power one day and all the status that comes with it. And to us, that means that we might lose ourselves. Have you ever heard this saying, he who dies with the most toys wins? Sadly, I've heard this saying many times before. But the truth is, I don't think it's actually true. So I put my own corporate yogi spin on it with this tweetable. He who dies with the most toys misses the whole point. I'm going to say that again. He who dies with the most toys misses the whole point. The reason why external power ends up being a bottomless pit 
is that deep down inside, our soul is craving something deeper. It wants to be in service of others, to use our true qualities and be our authentic self. It isn't craving more stuff. It's craving the courage to be someone of self-contained value, someone we can be proud of, someone that is powerful from the inside out. ask you a question. Do you know what the number one most admired quality is? The one thing that we appreciate most in others and that we strive for in ourselves. Can you guess? It's authenticity. We are naturally drawn to authentic people. We admire their courage, their ability to be real. Let's face it, we admire their ability to be themselves. In the last episode, we talked about external power and how it can be really dangerous, like a house of cards. In this segment, I want to talk about internal power. Your internal power comes from a strong sense of self-awareness and personal connection. This type of power is permanent, and it is present in all aspects of your life because this power comes from within you. People who have it are naturally confident. They know what their purpose is and what their gifts are. They understand the one thing that they can do better than anyone else. And this is their unique blend of passion and skill. You see, when we meet someone new, we can tell if they're running on internal or external power. Whether you're conscious of this or not, you can tell based on how these people make you feel and how much you are drawn to them. Authentic leaders call us forth to be authentic ourselves, and that feels good. They inspire us to have a deeper appreciation for who we are, and they give us permission to be ourselves. I know what you're thinking. This sounds really awesome, Julie. How do I access my internal power? Where do I get it from? Well, that's one of my favorite questions. Unlike your external power, which is acquired through an aggressive method and acquisition, internal power is realized. And the best way to realize it is through self-discovery and learning to appreciate who you are. When you do this, it will help you to be authentic, to draw the right people to you and bring you closer towards success. Clients will be drawn to you. Opportunities will flow to you. Your network will just effortlessly expand. Oh, and here's a great tweetable. Authenticity is a game changer. Authenticity means that you bring forth all aspects of yourself and you allow them to be seen at all times. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The challenge with authenticity is that most of us have been conditioned to hide certain aspects of ourselves. We're socialized to believe that people don't want to hear weaknesses about us. They don't want to hear that we've failed or that we have fear. But this couldn't be further from the truth. Being authentic isn't a risk of rejection. It's an invitation for connection. I'm going to say that again. Being authentic isn't a risk of rejection. It's an invitation for connection. When we're being authentic, we don't have to worry about living up to the expectations of others. We can just be ourselves. And this is why I believe the emergence of entrepreneurship is raising consciousness on the planet. Because as entrepreneurs, we get to be the purest version of ourselves. 
We get to utilize all our strengths and stay aligned with our purpose. And this allows us to be present. This is internal power in its purest form. As I was talking about the different types of power, were you starting to notice this in others? Can you think of someone you know who is consumed with external power? Here's a little exercise I want you to do with me right now. I want you to think about the greatest entrepreneurs that you really admire and respect. Who are they? I want you to pick one person who you admire the most. Take a second to really picture them. Now ask yourself, what is it that I really admire in this person? Is it about what they have or about who they are and how they treat others? Now think about this person that you admire. What values do you hold in common with them? It could be their dedication, their persistence, their hard work, intelligence, integrity. Now think about the values that they hold that you want to improve on. What are they? How can you make this a priority and make this more present in your life? What I'm asking is, how can you make you more powerful? And before we move on, I want you to stay here and notice. This person who you admire, now they might be someone you know or it might have been someone famous that you picked who you've never actually met before, that's fine. Either way, isn't it interesting that you were really easily able to pick out their values or the things that are really important to them. Now the reason for this is that they're operating from authentic power, from a place of pure self-awareness and appreciation, which means that their values are part of their personal brand. This is really important. I personally have two people that uh, came to mind that I really admire. I thought of Oprah first and also Richard Branson, and they're both very successful. But to me, they've achieved their success in a very measured way. It's authentic and internal power that really made them successful. I don't know about you, but I can't think of any other person on this planet who's more vulnerable and authentic than Oprah is. It's just part of her brand. This is what has made her one of the most admired and respected entrepreneurs of our time. Her actions give us permission to be ourselves. It's not about what she has, it's about who she is. And with Richard Branson, I admire his ability to implicitly trust his employees, and also he's really open to admit that he's made a lot of mistakes along the way, and he's listened and trusted in the good ideas of others. I believe that both these people are successful because they've had the courage to be authentic along the way, to be who they really are, and to let other people see that. And one important distinction I want to make here before we move on is that I don't see anything wrong with having lots of money or even owning lots of things. I want you to have an abundant life, rich of as many things that you can imagine and that your heart desires. Just don't ever expect the things to bring you happiness. Remember that your happiness is derived from your own personal connection and understanding from inside. Here's another great tweetable. It's okay to own things, but don't ever let things own you.
segment, I want to talk about how your internal power can help you as an entrepreneur. Internal power is all about being authentic, understanding who you are and then having the courage to show up and let others see you as you are. Authenticity means that you bring forth all aspects of yourself and allow them to be seen at all times. The challenge with authenticity is that most of us have been conditioned to hide certain aspects of ourselves. We're socialized to believe that most people don't want to hear our weaknesses. Now, the great thing about authenticity is that it's infectious. As you step up to be authentic and show all parts of yourselves to others, you will notice that others are inspired to do the same. You inspire them through your actions and they start to step up and show all parts of themselves. And this is so incredibly powerful. So how can being authentic help you grow your business? I'm gonna share three different ways with you. First, since we all naturally gravitate to authentic people, when you're being authentic, you will draw the right people to you, the right clients, employees, partners, investors, and the inverse is true, you'll stop attracting people who don't line up with what you believe in. Number two, you'll get more done. Being authentic is the easiest and the most efficient way to be. Whereas trying to operate with external power, well, that's just exhausting. You have to worry about your own importance, about the things you own, and you waste all that extra energy on anxiety. And lastly, success will chase you when you're fully aligned with your purpose and doing work that you really believe in. And that is truly what being authentic is all about. Remember, when you're authentic, you don't have to waste energy worrying what people think of you. And here's one last tweetable for you today. What other people think of you is none of your business. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on power. I hope that you spend some time this week exploring exactly what makes you powerful. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it. See you.